This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, which is calling on Congress to pass the U.S.-Mexico-Canada Agreement. Good Friday afternoon. I'm Jeff Daly. All eyes on Washington today as the U.S. and China wrapping up a week of deputy and upper-level negotiations, including a meeting at the White House today. Treasury Secretary Steve Mnuchin said the two sides had a productive two days of discussions. Afternoon reports suggest that while there was no comprehensive overall trade deal, at least a partial pause had been met by negotiators. AgriPulse's Bill Thompson is following the talks and will have updates later today on AgriPulse.com. Meanwhile, the commodity market has been focused on a major winter weather event in the plains and Midwest, where snowfall may not be measured in just inches, but feet. FC Stone's Arlen Suderman says this is an uncharted event. We don't have many precedents for this type of event at these maturity levels of the crop. These are extremely late maturing crops right now for corn and soybeans, especially for corn. And it's an early storm of this significance. In fact, this is a storm that will reach kind of historic proportions in some ways. Freezing temperatures will dip well into major cropping areas of the Midwest, causing potential harm to late developing crops. Trade issues are making more than just American producers nervous. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. A Canadian hay producer is optimistic about the future of the U.S. dairy industry as milk prices begin to increase. Hay producer Chris Kletke of Brunkild, Manitoba, heavily relies on American dairy producers as key customers. The overall health of, of the American dairy industry is extremely important to us. I mean, it's our customers and it's, it's what our business is built on. Uh, you know, the health of the balance sheet of the dairy farmer, uh, specifically in the Midwest, is of concern to us, and we want to see them uh, do well so that we can continue to provide our uh, products to them. Kletke says trading between the U.S. and Canada is vital. You know, there's, there's always been specific commodities where, uh, you know, either country would like to see a different trade agreement, and I don't want to speak specifically to any of those, you know, any of those opinions that are held. But generally speaking, I mean, there's a coexistence between the two countries where we do a lot of really good business, and we need to continue to do that business for the health of both egg economies. Prices for Class 3 milk contracts, or milk made for cheese, are currently around $18 compared to $15 this time last year. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Cleanup from a Kansas beef fire is shining light on a looming issue for beef producers. AgriPulse Spencer Chase has more. A livestock market expert says a recent fire should drive home a looming problem for the beef industry and its processing capacity. Don Close is a senior animal protein analyst with Robo Finance. He says as the cattle herd grew, it got closer and closer to its harvest limits. Throughout this entire expansion in the cattle cycle, starting in 2014, industry analysts collectively have continuously hammered on producers that, hey, we're we're adding cattle numbers, but we have done nothing to add slaughter capacity, and we are running increasingly close to maximum capacity. And And I think we had hammered on that with producers to a point that they just weren't listening anymore. He says it typically takes two or three years for a facility to go through the process of site selection, permitting, construction, and staffing. In that same time, market forces could negate the need for the facility in the first place. So by the time you actually get the plant online, numbers have started contracting and makes it more competitive to buy cattle in, in, in that market. 
Obviously, a more settled global trade environment would provide more certain market conditions for livestock producers, as well as packing and processing companies with which to make decisions. Speaking of trade issues, USDA Undersecretary for Trade and Foreign Agricultural Affairs Ted McKinney will lead a USDA trade mission to Vietnam next week. Vietnam is said to be one of the fastest-growing regions of the world. Farm groups, including the U.S. Soybean Export Council and the U.S. Grains Council, will join McKinney and other industry leaders on the trip. AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farmers and ranchers are calling on Congress to do the right thing for agriculture and the economy by approving USMCA. On top of a $2 billion boost to American farm exports, passage of USMCA will help farmers get back to the roots of their success. Trade, not aid. Well, that's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Drive Time, I'm Jeff Dowling.